Hey everyone, this is uh, Misguided Misinformed. I don't even remember what episode number, but 60. Um, I think we're, we're 49, I believe. Almost. Maybe 48. I don't know. You'll, you'll see it in the episode title, so I don't know why we're even bothering to say it. Uh, today we have uh, Josh, me, Josh, and we got no. Steven. Not Josh. I am Josh. Where am I then? Tom, okay. You got, you got MySpace... Was it was it Tom? Yes. MySpace Tom, here, not really. Uh, and we got and Steven. Yay. And Facebook Frank. I don't know. Or well, suck. I guess the suck. I oh, know. <laughs> that was actually pretty funny. I it's, I kind of hate. I it's like it's it annoys me sometimes that they don't make a lot of episodes. I know. That annoys me, but it's like it's disappointing. They haven't had one in over like a month. Now. Yeah. Well, over a month. No, it was the other one that was the last one. The the I um uh, what was it? I uh like the kid where the, the parents pretended to be a a boy interested in the kid. Oh yeah. I yeah, can't yeah, remember that's what right, that's, that's called. Right, that's right. What's that called again? Um Oh catfish. I catfished my yeah. kid, that was it. And yeah. it's all like it's like, Oh my god, how could you trust this person? It's like I mean, one, they, it was, like, they met in an open park, surround, like, not even, like, like, there was not, like, secret people, you know? Yeah, and it literally was a month ago, the last time we saw yeah. video. I know, I mean, it, it sucks, because they're a big, popular channel, and they don't really release a lot of stuff, but, you know, what are you going to do, right? Exactly. Um. So, yeah, we're just uh, hanging out. We were talking about... uh. We were watching Achievement Hunter, the new Achievement Hunter show. Mm-hmm. That was pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about the the Gavin on the train tracks. <laughs> yeah. Right. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I like knowing that was coming. That it was still like couldn't wait. Yeah. And I knew the Jeremy thing was coming too with the scratches. That that was kind of weird. That but then it's like seeing it. It's like yeah. Like when did he like? It's like. I'm trying to think of how could he get those, right? He couldn't have got them. But he had, like, a vest on top of a shirt. Yeah. And, like, where the scratches are, like, literally dead center. Of his back. Of his back. It's like... and And it's like, yeah. I just can't think of how we could get them any other way. Well, I can't, like, I'm not saying it was was ghosts for sure, right? I'm just saying I can't, I can't personally think of how he could have got them. Yeah. Therefore, the, uh, like, it's still, like, a mysterious thing that, you know, is it ghosts? Maybe, maybe not. I mean, I'm willing to believe it's ghosts. I would, too. Because I'm going off of the, the bell being hit, too, way high up in the fucking ceiling. This is, this is what makes it kind of sad. Like, the, us, we don't even watch Chills videos as much anymore. Because he's dead names, okay? Achievement Hunter's doing it better. They are. Well, the, the thing I like about Achievement Haunter... Well, no, I mean, is they do take it seriously. Of course. Right? But Jeff isn't about, like, Jeff wants a serious ghost show where they, they fuck around with each other, but they don't, like, pretend to get something they don't, like. like so he's like, yeah, I got this little, very little bit of evidence, uh, but, like, I'm willing to take it, you know? Yeah. And watching that show, I'm not going to be like, oh, it's just bullshit. They're lying. 
not just because I trust them, because I I don't know them personally, but, you know, I've been watching them for years. They're pretty, like, Rooster Teeth and Achievement Hunter are a pretty reliable, like, trustworthy company, in my opinion. Yeah. And they're not always perfect, but that's, you, you're not looking for perfection with your entertainment, really. I mean, you strive for perfection, but if you only watch people who are perfect, you'll never watch anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so... But, you know, um, but Jeff really believes this stuff, and he doesn't want an over-the-top, like, he's not doing it for entertainment purposes. Like, for the fact of the matter is, Achievement Hunter will probably, because of the popularity of just Achievement Hunter, and because of the fact they fuck with each other, like, the ghost stuff is, like, not what you're necessarily watching that for. It is. Like, I'm watching it because I want to see the ghost stuff, too. But it's also, like, how they do the ghost hunt that's, like, it makes it entertaining. And, like, just them being stupid and dumb. And so, that he knows the show, even if they get an episode with no, no ghost stuff in it, will still make a lot of views. Yeah, so it's there for them. They're like, fuck it, it's worth it. Just, we show the real thing. And we don't have to try to hype it up for something for bullshit that's not there. Plus, you know, when they tie Gavin to a track to do railroad tracks and pretend a train is coming a ghost train is coming at him to decapitate him. Yeah. It's kinda of funny. Yeah. And well worth watching. It was. I also like that it's an internet show. So there's not a like if it was anything else you would see the and Gavin be like, guys, no what what's going on? Guys, guys and then it would have cut the commercial. Yeah. Because it's not, it just immediately just goes through. And you don't get any of that. Oh, that was the most annoying thing about, uh, like most like ghost TV shows and stuff. It always cut to commercial, and then when you came back from commercial, you watched the same thirty seconds of just before you went to commercial again. Yeah, I hate that. And it's like I don't want to watch this again. Like, just show me what I want to see. Like, I had to already sit through like two minutes of commercials. The the the, the best for that was Yu Gi Oh. When it was starting, it's like, oh, what's he going to do with this next turn? And it's like, I play this, and I do this, and it cuts to commercial, and then it replays that same few seconds again, but they use different lines of dialogue, even oh. though it's the exact same animations, and it's like, what? Oh, the, uh, to be honest, the worst one for me was, um, it's not as bad when you're watching it week to week. Yeah. But when you watched, like, Naruto, back-to-back -back episodes, there was one time where, honestly, it was, like, the last ten minutes of an episode were played again at the first ten minutes. But not ten, but it was, like, at least five. Yeah. It was, like, a good chunk of an episode. Just, they played the whole thing over again. And it was a pretty big moment, but it was, like, oh, my God, like, seriously? Like, I don't, it's, like, Naruto is the worst for filler. A show... That's why I never watched it. There's entire seasons you can skip. Because yeah. they add nothing to the story. The season that, like, killed me was... It was, like, basically... Spoilers for Naruto, but it's also, like... Something I watched, like, ten years ago at this point. This episode. Don't worry, guys. Naruto's already out. I know. So it's, like... I mean, for a show, I think... I mean, Naruto might even already have... Or Boruto. I don't know how to... Might already have uh, like two seasons at this point. 
But anyways, the the season I saw of Naruto, it was after like his village got like wrecked. And then the next season was them rebuilding. The filler season was them rebuilding the village, and they keep bumping into like people they had met before. And they're like, "Hey, remember that adventure we had the day after the adventure that was broadcast to the the, the whole world? Yeah. Let's remember that. Let's remember the day after we did the big thing." And it's oh, it's always that was what it was. It was like, "Here's the thing with that happened with these people shortly before or after the thing we saw." Yeah. And it's like, here's a bit of a filler story that maybe is still technically canon. Like, so it might be kind of worth watching. But I was just like, oh, for fuck's sakes. Like, I don't want to see a bunch of, like, past shit that's not even, like, super important. Yeah. It's like, oh, for fuck. Yeah, that was basically, like, that whole season. And, like, they had so many seasons that it was just random episodes that had nothing to do with anything. Yeah. And didn't add to the story at all. Like... Yes, the thing too though was it's not exactly like like Bleach was also kind of bad for filler episode seasons. The thing was though Never is that it. Bleach's filler seasons were entire story arcs on their own. True. Um, they weren't. I don't think. I'm pretty sure they weren't canon story arcs, mm-hmm. but they were entire stories on their own. So at least it was like entertaining. Yeah. The problem is, is watching like an anime and having just what feels like just a bunch of one-off, like, episodic things. It's like, it's like if I want to watch, like, if I wanted to watch a sitcom, I would watch a sitcom, not an anime, you know? Exactly. Like, or an American cartoon. Like, I would go do that, you know? Like, I watched this show because of the story, not because of, well, not just because of the story, but, like, the problem with those filler things, too, is it usually has nothing of what you watch. Yeah. You watch for, like, story and cool fights in anime. Or, like, story and, like, well, it depends on the type of anime, but, like, the type of anime that has, like, a bunch of filler stuff usually has, Mostly it's really the show in stuff, which is, like, uh, like, the, it's usually the show in stuff that has the filler episodes. Well, most of the big anime have the filler. Or, it's, like, sorry, not just show in, but, like, what I'm saying, well, the big famous ones are always, like, Dragon Ball Z, like, the show in ones with, uh. Yeah. The male, like, fighting characters, right? Well, Yu-Gi-Oh has seasons of filler, too. Though it's also, I think, Yu-Gi-Oh would be considered sh- shonen. Yeah, yeah. So it's, there's, like, there's different types of the ones. I don't remember uh, what they're all called. I just know there's the shonen, shonen ones. Yep. And they're, I'm, I, I, like, really apologize. I'm pronouncing that horribly, I'm sure. Sorry, Japanese users. Sorry, listeners. Uh, but there's like. You're never going to get that intern that you want that pronunciation. Or maybe I will, because they'll be like, fuck this, I'm going to go tell this guy how to fucking pronounce, <laughs> pronounce this shit, this right, shit right. right. Yeah. Make my ears vomit right now. Uh, I really apologize. I like anime, though not as much as I could. But it's like, that's the thing. Uh, the, those ones are usually really action-packed ones. Yeah. And because they can't keep up with the... the I'm going to say comic, because I won't pronounce the other word correctly at all, or the graphic novel. Yeah, they can't keep up with the graphic novel. Good use of the uh, North American word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they can't keep up with it, so they always just... Uh, uh, they, they switch it. 
Yeah. Uh, so they're like, ah, oh, well, they just make up some bullshit, like, not canon story. Yeah. Or they do what they did with Full Metal Alchemist and just say, we're going to do a completely new story for this now. Yeah. Which was wise, considering that means they we are they were basically able to sell us Full Metal Alchemist twice. Yep. And well, three times if you count the live action movie. I haven't even watched it. Uh, my only problem with that one is it's like the one time where I feel like a Japanese anime made into live action probably should be like European actors. Yeah. Well, not all European actors. There was definitely, like, Asian characters within the, uh, uh, the, within, yeah, and there was the other, like, Chinese guy who turned into Greed. Yeah. You know, I'm sure there was a couple more, right? Oh, and then there was the clearly, like, Middle Eastern, like, type people, too. Yeah. With, like, Scar and everything. I just mean, like, Ed and Al. And, like, there's a lot of people who are very clearly uh, Ed, Al, Winry. Like, like, yeah, very clearly. Well, it's also, like, it's, like, also clear that, like, the North was, like, supposed to be, like, Russia. It's supposed to be Germany, wasn't it? Like, that was the point? Yeah. Or, like, a version, like, Germany-ish. Like Germany, Poland, kind of thing. Kind of. Like not exactly a hundred percent like the same, but like very much not j- Japanese. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Uh, it would be like it would just be like having them having a live action Yu Gi Oh, and then having Nani's gonna hear that and they're gonna do it. And then having Bandit Keith be a Japanese man. It will. But he was clearly American. Oh. Not that, not that you, not that you can't have an Asian, you know, American, but he was also probably not an Asian American. No, <laughs> based he, on the... he was an Asian Canadian. We learned that from the abridged series that he was a Canadian. Yeah. Was he in the abridged series? Yes. Was... He goes off. I'm going back to my house, to my home. In Canada, and he's got a little Canadian bandana they photoshopped. Oh, yeah the the the, the bridge series of Yu Gi Oh was pretty good. Yeah, it's kind of, I, I haven't been keeping up with it after a while. I'm not very good at keeping up. I should be with the bridge series, considering they're abridged. But the problem is they never come out. Like they sometimes take a long time to come out. Yeah, and so you just kind of fall off. The uh, Dragon Ball Z one finished the Cell Saga. Also, a lot of it is, too, is just making fun of, like, the original series, so, like, eventually some jokes wear thin. Some. Like, I'm sure the Goku one at this point has, that Goku's a dumb idiot is has worn thin. They kind of keep it fresh. Do they? In some of the episodes. Like, still, my favorite and forever favorite thing will be, uh, yeah, that that character was the best. No, no, I saw a bird. It was pretty. Oh, it's like I will release your potential. Ah! It's like I don't feel that different. Yep. Yeah. So it's all downhill from here. It's all downhill from here. Just like Yamcha. I don't know what this Yamcha is. 
Uh, that was always the like the best. Uh, I was talking to uh, Tim and Matt on uh, yesterday. It was like the whole first season of Dra- like the whole first saga of Dragon Ball Z was just remember Dragon Ball? Fuck that show! Yeah, <laughs> like oh, that's like basically oh, hey, Ted Shinhan. Yeah, yeah, Yamcha. Yeah, you remember those tough ass enemies that they had? But yeah, they got kicked the shit out. Fuck of those guys. They we got die. real enemies. Yeah, Saiyans. They destroyed their shit. Like, that was the entire first saga. The Saiyan saga was just... Oh, like, remember these characters you used to like? Yeah, well, they're dead now. Yeah. Don't worry, they're coming Wasn't back. Chi-Chi also supposed to be, like, kind of cool in, like, the original in Dragon Ball, but then yeah. she became, like, an annoying bitch in... Well, not really. I mean, it's hard to say that. She, she was If she was annoying to us, because it's like, we just want to watch the cool Apparently, fighting happen. Toriyama hated drawing her. Oh yeah. Apparently. That's what in the original Dragon like, Ball just or general, Dragon Ball? He just doesn't like the, drawing the character. Oh, this is probably why he made her so annoying. But it's like the the thing is, if you to be fair, it is like the equivalent of I'm gonna take my son to another planet and we're gonna fight a just like in the original. I will kill you. <laughs> we're gonna kill. Some monster. It's like we. She's annoying to us as the viewer because she's like she's trying to stop the action from happening. But in real life, uh, she's a good mom. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, do your fucking homework, get good grades, don't go other planets and fight monsters. You know. Yeah, just run. Why? Because the worst thing she's gonna do is just ground me. Just run away. Yeah. When he accidentally slaps her a bit. And she flies through the house and into a tree. And oh. Breaks the tree in half. And then in the bridge series, that's what they kind of did. And he's like, oh. In the actual show, he's like, oops. I use a little too much strength in that. Yeah. Uh, well, Gohan was always kind of a funny character. I mean, he was dumb and stupid at the beginning. Yeah. <sighs> Gohan. The great, the great Saiyan man. That one was just interesting because he became like a superhero. Yeah. The world's strongest fighter becomes a superhero. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like what? That's also really weird. Like I, I to be honest, I stopped watching it like midway through the Cell Saga, right before the tournament. That was a good one to to leave it on. The uh, the Majin one was weird, but then at least was... we got to see the other characters that came out, like Goten, Trunks, and then they've just Baron, completely deleted, like. I love how that's what we're doing now. Well, GT was non-canon. Yeah, I just I love how that's what we're doing now with everything. Well, because things because Toriyama had nothing to do with GT. No, but oh, okay. Well, no, that I don't care about that. That's kind of like besides the point. It's it's something that people didn't really like, and yeah, if he didn't have anything to do with it, then it's also like, well, it's not my universe canon, so fuck that. That's why most of the well, all the movies at least. Yeah, all the movies are non-canon except for Battle of the Gods and now Resurrection of F, because they were made into episodes in Dragon Ball Super. Uh, okay, but I mean, um, what was I going to say? Um, I just mean we keep doing that with like Star Wars. Yeah. It's all like, oh, anything that anything that takes place. I mean, yes, it wasn't part of the movies, but it was all like anything that doesn't take place. Anything that takes place after this, that isn't these movies and this one show, is not canon. And it's like, oh, there was a lot of other stuff. 
wasn't there. Yeah. Like, with the video books games. And the novels. Yeah. the no- I'm, like, kind of okay with them being, like, the novels aren't canon. The novels, some of them are kind of cool. Whereas there's the one with the black, I think it's called the Black Lotus Virus, where they eat space zombies, essentially. Oh. Mind you, it is also probably easier than them being, like, this video game's canon, but this video game isn't. Like, Knights of the Old Republic can stay canon because it was in the past. But then it's easy enough just to be like, no, it's just just a legend within this universe. Yeah. It's not canon. Or just a separate story that has nothing yeah. to do with anything. We, yeah, using the same universe. But I'm like, okay, whatever. And like, well, it's, I mean, at least, I'm um, seeing, so yeah, at least they kept the Clone Wars series as canon. Because it actually it works. I like it. It has to do with Obi-Wan. Anakin. Yeah, during their fight, and they also found, gave Anakin a, uh, a Padawan. Yeah. And then I had to find a way to, like, quickly get rid of her before... The end. The, the end, before the movie came out. Yeah. Like, when it would get catch up to the movie. So yeah. they're like, oh, no, 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 she's all like, fuck you guys, I'm out of here. Yeah. And then she shows up in the next series. Yeah. And then she gets killed. Of course. Like, I'm pretty sure by, like, by, uh, What's his name by Anakin as Darth Vader? Makes sense. Which kind of sucks because she was really cool. She was actually my favorite character in that show. Not anymore. Yeah, not anymore. She's fucking dead. Exactly. She, I'm trying to. I don't even remember what her race was, but I kind of like. There you go. She wasn't your favorite that much. What you, just because I can't remember her. I remember what her race looks like. She it's was the the race of people who have head tails who aren't Twi'leks. Who also whose head tails and horns continue to grow like their she entire life. No, Gamorians are fat pig people. Exactly. So, no. <laughs> I shouldn't even. It's it's sad that I know that, but that's because that is a race that you have to face in Knights of the Old Republic, and that's the only reason I remember them. If she was a rancor. No, because it's another like giant like monster thing. She was a wampa. <laughs> I don't know what is a wampa. I don't remember what that one is. Oh, that was like the ice planet one, yeah. like snow monster. Yeah. And then there was the uh, whatever. What was the one they ride? I don't remember. Tauntaun. That's yeah. it. Yeah, she was a Tauntaun. No, <laughs> I, I can't remember what they're called. They're they're cool though. Is it the ones that had things wrapped around their neck that was in Jabba's palace, or the ones that? No, I'm pretty had sure the one that had the two. Things on their hands. No, so it's like horns that go up and then like head tails that kind of go down down by their shoulders. I don't remember. There's a uh, no the wrapper on the neck. I'm pretty sure was still just a a, a twilight. I don't know. Twilights are weird. Like the male twilights have big fucking bulbous things on their head. Yeah, and isn't that the thing that was in Jabba's palace? Yeah, just... yeah, that's a twilight. That's a male twilight. Oh, I don't like male twilights. They look fucking weird. Well, I mean, that's, uh, you know, it's not even that. If they just didn't have those two weird, like, bumps on their head, I would be okay with them. I just don't like the bumps. I don't understand why they put bumps. They, they, But they've also put way too many fucking alien races in that universe. I mean, yeah, it's a big universe. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. What? Yeah. The female twilights are different. They're just... Basically, people with head tails. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, yeah, I get it. And then, like, Gungans are a weird-looking thing. 
it or yeah it's yeah, i don't know the whole the, the star wars universe is cool but like confusing the i mean i'm kind of excited for the next movie i never watched any of them so really i'm okay with that i've the problem is that this next movie i don't even Sorry about that, I had the on. I don't even know where they're going to take it. Like, what the fuck, where are we going with this, you know? Uh, I don't know, it's just, it's, it's going to be a fucking mess, I think. Because they, uh, well, one, because this next movie was supposed to focus on uh, Leia's character. Mm-hmm. Well, that's probably not going to happen anymore, considering that actor is now passed away. Yeah. Species is a T O G R U T A. What? Which species? For Anakin Padawan. Oh, let me see. I can I can probably pronounce this so I can see the word. I can't like, but you know what I'm like the I'm talking about now though, right? Like the look. Yeah. Okay. I know her name is Sokatano. I could have just told you her name if you're gonna look it up. Uh oh oh or oh, uh to to uh to gruta to gruta I think yeah 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 there's the yeah they're the ones who and their their head tails and head horn things they grow for life it seems mm-hmm. so there's one like uh what's it called uh one Jedi master who you even see in the Clone Wars series, who is uh, also a Togruta, who has, like, just fucking head tails down to her, like, feet. Well, there was one in uh, Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. Yeah, the that movie. one. Yeah, that one that I was talking about. Yeah. And her skin is red. Yeah. Well, they all, their skin colors are a bunch blue, of different. Blue, orange, red, white, or yellow. Yeah. Oh, I, I know which one it was. I don't know. And then there's all the rest of them after that is the Clone Wars film and then the TV show. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because he makes up a shit ton of alien races. And it's like, I'm I'm cool with them being a, like a whole bunch. Star, Star Wars Battlefront 2 Inferno, Inferno Squad. Oh, really? Oh, wait, what is that? Battlefront 2? Uh, yep, it just came out. Well, not... It's a, it's a book. Apparently. Oh. It's a book. Oh, okay. Oh. It, let me guess, EA released it? I have Probably, to make up for the fact that their game sold like shit. I don't actually know if Battlefront 2 sold like shit, but it definitely did not make the money they were hoping it was going to make. Yeah, I know. They fucked up. There's too many. All these developers, like, what the fuck? Like, just release a game, release a good game, and people will buy it. You know? Yeah. Like, I'm not against microtransactions, per se, you know? As long as they're, A, actual microtransactions, right? And B, um, like, not predatory. Mm Mm-hmm. It was like, I think, well, Sea of Thieves at one point was talking about having some, like, pets. Yeah. Like, microtransactions as pets. And if it's like, oh, yeah, I can get a parrot on my shoulder for, like, 
for like two bucks? Sure. Mm-hmm. Like, um, or like a parrot that will follow me around and like land on my shoulder and shit. I'm fine with that. You know? Yeah. Even if it only is like cosmetic, for like two dollars, that's fine. But the problem is, is that it's always like, uh, it's, they do it in like such weird fucking ways, you know? Also, to do it, you, you really need to do it in a game that's like worth it. But it's like one, yeah, one thing I've always heard, Jim Sterling says this, and I'm repeating him, but I agree with him. Like, don't have, don't try to have a free to play economy in a game that you have to pay like, like a full price for, you know? Well, you have to pay anything for, really. You know? Yeah. It's uh, it's like Warframe can get away with having like a free-to-play economy. Because guess what? It's free-to-play. You can go into that game and never spend a dime. Or as he says, fee-to-play. Well, that's what they are. You have to buy the game so that you can they can sit there and try to... Well, yeah, if you have to buy a game for $60, or any money, really... Well, any, like, well, and if you have to buy a game for, like, $60, then, or, okay, if you have, if you have to sit there and buy a game just for them to have, like, uh, make you have a free-to-play economy within it, it's bullshit. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, you, here, you have this free currency, but we have a premium currency as well, but the yeah. premium currency is gonna cost you money. Yeah, and it'll let you play the game, get the characters and the stuff you want like ten times faster. Well, then why the fuck did I spend sixty dollars buying this game? You know, but it's like even that. Like I don't. There's a lot of microtransactions that I'm just like not really cool with. It's like I, I I'm okay with like hey uh. Uh, like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's such a complicated mess. Like, sometimes, like, small purchases, uh, but it's also, they also go super predatory. It's like, um, well, it's like stuff that used to be also part of the game is now being sold to you. Yeah, exactly. Like, weapon skills, the weapon skins used to just be part of the game and you could unlock it. Yeah. And now it's just, well, did you want to unlock this? Oh, here, buy it for, um, you know, buy it for, like, $3, this weapon skin. And it's like, well, that used to just be an unlock, you know? And if they have, like, one premium weapon skin or some shit, like, say they had a a weapon skin that's, like, super hard to get in-game. Yeah. But that looked really cool. I would be okay if they sold you, uh... Like, had one microtransaction, which is to sell you it for, like, a dollar ninety nine, But not even it. Like, a version of it. So maybe, like, a, like a palette-swapped version of the, like, the really hard-to-unlock one. Problem is, is that people, they'll still be predatory about it, you know? Because they'll do that, but then they'll make the, the thing you need to get to, like, unlock it, like, impossible. Were only like, like they would basically do like a that uh, what Gears awarded with that one achievement. Seriously. Yeah. 
but they'll do that, but like even harder somehow to unlock the stupid like what skin. And then they'll be like, yeah, and but if you do this, you can you can buy this skin. They would they would just find a way to like get around it and like they would they would completely go like lose their mind, you know. And I'm like, I'm not even a hundred percent against pre-order bonuses, mm-hmm. but honestly, I think pre-order bonuses should more just be like a delayed thing that everyone gets for free. Yeah, it's like if you buy this game, like pre-order this game, you can you can have this thing uh, six months before anyone else can have it, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And that way, it's like yeah, if people still want to get it, but if they don't care about it, then they might not pre-order it. And after six months, everyone will have it anyways. Yeah. So it doesn't become the bullshit that they do with everything else. I don't know. I'm just tired. Like, the games industry really needs to, like, get their shit together. Yeah. Because it's going to collapse in on itself. It's true. And, like, the thing is, is there will always be a game industry. But will there always be, like, an EA, Bethesda? Bethesda really fucked up recently. Apparently so. I haven't played it, but from what I've heard and seen, to be honest, it doesn't look good. What, for Fallout? 76. Like, the VATS is completely useless. Yeah. Um... Like the shooting, uh, every every like the enemies are all like bullet sponges. They also like the respawn times on them are kind of fucky. So they either come back too high, too fast, or they don't come back fast enough. I think they come back too fast. Oh. From what I heard, like the guy was in the like he spent like it was super mutants who are obviously were always bullet spongy enemies. Yeah, but I think they're like even more so. Mm-hmm. And he spent a bunch of time, you know, clearing out, like, this, like, building full of super mutants. Like, outside. Like, p- picking them off one by one. Only to get inside. To have to refight the same super mutants. Only for him to, yeah, get, like, get inside the building. Go through one, like, go into a door. Like, not, not a loading screen. So I'm pretty sure no loading screens. Because it's a persistent world, right? So everyone kind of has to exist on the same, like, area at all times, you know what I mean? Yeah. So there won't be loading screens in this game. Well, there shouldn't be. So, you know, go into, like, a room for them to respawn right behind him. Like, not, sorry, like, right in front of him. Like, in the middle of him exploring this place that he just cleared out. Yeah, exactly. And then for them to just pop into existence, too. Like, one of the things they were saying is, at least in Destiny, you have some indication that they're coming back. Also, they don't, they never spawn on top of you. Mm-hmm. Now that Destiny was, like, the best game ever. Apparently, this is from the, one of the YouTubers that's been in a little bit of hot water in and out. Uh, the Boogie guy. Okay. The dude. Says Fallout 76 continues to be discontinued, or sorry, discounted further and further. Some places are already selling it at 50% off. Rename it Fallout 76% off. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, one of the things people are saying is it's so disappointing that they've made this game 
like multiplayer when it's like probably one of the like, the best worlds they've ever created. Yeah, it's spot. I'm like honestly, if they just created, like honestly, they should just be like, okay, like we'll continue this like Fallout seventy six because you know we made it and people bought it, but they should probably just get a separate team. Yeah. To sit there, use the map, like rework the engine. And create a single player experience for this game. Yeah. Because like they have the they have like they have the map, they have the en- enemies, right? Enemy models. They have a lot of the work already done. It's like why did you create I don't even understand it. Like and then make it just be like a year later. Yeah. After the events of whatever they do, you know? But then make it also, just make Fallout 76 not canon within the universe. Yeah. Entirely canon after, like, after a certain point. Because they're going to release DLC for sure. Mm-hmm. Even though that game, or, I don't know what to do. Like, at this point, if I were, if I was Bethesda, I would cut my losses and say, you know what, we're going to start working right now on a single, just a single player experience. I would not be mad at that. And, like, say, like, everyone who got Fallout 76 will get a free, who bought Fallout 76 will get a free copy of the new game. Yeah. Well, bought Fallout 76 at this point, as of our announcement, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, that's it. Like, anyone after that, if you buy it after we announce, after our, like, at this time, at this, like, thing, it'll suck. Some people will get fucked over. Mm-hmm. So some people have bought it before they heard that announcement, but like it'll be after like you know you know like some people just get fucked over because you know some stuff. But I would do that and just like cut your losses, release a single player experience game, and like hope to recoup some money based on like uh, people wanting to buy this new like single player experience. Yeah. And being able to sell some DLC and stuff from that, you know? Because, like, I don't know why they did what they did. Neither do I. Like, it seems like it was, like, they should, like, they can bring back the VAT system to make it normal. Like, the problem is VATs, the whole point is it's a single-player experience. Yeah. And their shooting and mechanics were never perfect. Mm, No. But that, it was okay because they had VATs. That's what I would do if I was a Bethesda. Like, I would announce, like, right now, uh, like, we'll finish anything we're currently working on with Fallout 76, but that's it. Yeah. And we're going to release a single-player experience, anyone who's bought it at this point. Yeah, what I said, you know? Like, that's what I would do if I was Bethesda, because honestly, that's probably their best bet. That would be, I would think, that is my saving grace. Based off what little I've heard of people's complaints, some people who love the game would be would be furious. But I think those people who love the game are also those the type of people who six months from now are going to be like, you know, I think I was wrong. I think I just got caught up in the hype. Yeah, this will happen. But it's like the game had hype. True. It was a Fallout game, but I feel like a lot of people, like me, I was like, eh, like it seems cool and interesting. But I'm also like, I don't understand, like, I was also like, but I don't want to play with other people. And like, and it's only, but the thing is, it's only 20 people per server. 
Oh, really? That's what I heard. It's 20 people per server in that giant, massive world. So the chances of you run into somebody else, pretty, pretty slim. Oh. It's not like Bethesda's the only one who fucks up. It's just they their games were already kind of dated. Like, Fallout 4 already had some, like, dated mechanics in it when well, it came out. the engine was just dated. Yeah, but I just mean, like, the, it has issues, right? That could have been worked on, but because it was Bethesda game with a good story and good characters, we kind of let it pass, right? Yeah. This new one, no, but it was like, like what I what Jim Sterling keeps saying. I do realize I repeat a lot of what he says, mind you. I listen to a lot of his content. Is but what what I've gotten from him is um, it's a Bethesda game with none of the usual with all with none of the stuff people like in a Bethesda game. True. So it's like, because there's no NPCs, no real NPCs. Yeah. There's the occasional, like, living computer, like, AI computer and robot. But then most of the time, they're just shops. Yeah. You know? There's no, like, human NPCs. No. That's what I heard. And they're like, oh, well, that was, that, that was supposed to be a selling point for them. Mm-hmm. It's like, you just basically created a big empty world. And like something one of the other big like critiques I've heard is well every other game you would be kind of walk showing up and like experiencing like these weird characters and this weird story. Right? Yeah. Like experiencing it for yourself and being part of it. Now you're like you go to a place and you get to read or hear about this cool story that would have been more cool if you were part of it, you know? Exactly. It's like, oh, great, I get to hear. It's like, I play. I don't play a video game to read about cool stories. I play a video game to experience cool stories, you know? It'd be like playing D&D and your DM being like, so you read this book and, like, explain this cool, awesome, amazing story and be like, okay, yeah, that's what you did. And, yeah, like, that was, that was your entire... Like D and D experience. Yeah, it's like, oh, your character finds a book. This is what they read, and he goes into this like huge, massive, like creates this huge, massive, like adventure for the character within the book, and like goes into like huge detail, and then it's like, okay, yeah, that's it. It's like, well, why couldn't you have done? Why couldn't we have played that? You know? Yeah. Like, why did you tell me that? Why couldn't we have played it? And that's basically what Bethesda did. And it's like, yeah, like, if you if your DM wrote down that story and you read it, it would be cool. But for you to, like, sit there, be expecting to, expe- like, experience a story, and you just get to listen to it, or read it, it's not the same. Like, it's not why you play video game. Yeah, it's true. So it's just like, uh... No, I think that's why people don't really like walking simulators, and why they're they're calling them not games. And I kind of agree. That I mean, I'm not saying they're bad. A walking sim like that kind of game, yeah. Like on its own, like I was playing Rhyme. That game it doesn't exactly have a lot of like does like a lot of like gameplay stuff, but it was a cool story. The thing was is that you get to learn the story as you go on and you get to, there were some gameplay mechanics to it, you know? Mm-hmm. 
but it was also that kid's story, and as you go progress through the game, you get to... I'm assuming you beat it. No, I haven't. I got to that water thing, and then I kind of stopped. Oh. I definitely want to continue playing it. I just never got back around to it. But it was, like, you know, interesting. Like, I definitely will get back to it. I probably should real soon. But it was... Like I said, it was interesting. It was more than just boring nonsense. And that's what I liked. And it was, like... Because there were some, like, gameplay elements. And, like, when you progressed your... You got to learn more of the story. But it was like, oh, okay, you have to, you know, work towards progression kind of thing. Yeah. And, like, I guess because there was still some gameplay that it's it's not a true walking simulator, mm-hmm. as they say. Even though I'm pretty sure you can't die in that game. Well, I don't think you can. You can get sent back. You can lose progress, but you can't die. I think that's what would count as dying. Yeah, well, I mean, like, you can't get the game over. I think that's what people, like, consider, like, a true game is any game you can get a game over in. I guess. Well, no, I guess not really, because Dark Souls, you can't get a game over in that. No, you just die a couple times. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but, I mean, any, yeah, but, I mean, you can, you can lose progress in that game. Not a lot of progress, but some. You can, you can run up against walls. Nothing that seems like... It's really just a puzzle you have to, like, figure out and not even a complicated one half the time. But, yeah, just... But, I don't know. It's like... I don't know. It's nuts sometimes, the crap you gotta go through. The way it is. Oh, yeah, I know, for sure. Uh, it's... Yeah, it's just... That's always my thing. It's I don't understand... Why, uh, uh, I just, I don't understand why some developer, like, it's always my problem is, like, my thing will always be, when you're making any form of entertainment, who is this for? Yeah. Like, who is your target audience? And if your target audience doesn't make sense for the content, why make it? Exactly. You know, it, it was like, uh... Um, it was like the Power Rangers movie. I didn't understand who the target audience of that was. Oh, the, uh... I mean, it, it kind of makes sense, because I think even to this day, they still make Power Rangers shows. The Sid Meier one? Whatever the hell it was? The the Power Rangers movie? Yeah, I don't know who it was. Oh, I don't know. I just, it came out, yeah, but it was like, it seems like it was aimed at both adults and children. And I was like, I don't really understand why you would do that. Like, if you want to create, like, a Power Rangers movie, then create, like, aimed at, like, a nostalgic adult audience, then create that movie. Yeah. You know? It's like uh, the Fantastic Beasts movies that have come out. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very clear who their audience is. Yeah. It's the grown-up, like, Harry Potter fans, you know? Like, the younger Harry Potter fans can still watch it, but it's very clearly aimed at, like, the grown-up Harry Potter fans. Because it's gotten a lot darker. Mm-hmm. You know? Especially in this, the, the new movie that came out. I'm not going to spoil it, but, yeah, it was a lot darker. And, like, I watched the uh, the new Wreck-It Ralph movie on Friday. 
Oh, okay. And the great movie. And it was, like, very clear who that audience was for. Like, like, it was definitely, it had, it was aimed at kids. But it had just enough, like, stuff that it kept, could keep an adult audience, like, interested. Yeah. Like, it was clearly, it was, it's a kids movie, right? But it had some jokes that were, like, funny that would, like, kids would find it funny, but adults would also find it, like, funny, you know? And entertaining. I liked it. It was a really good movie. And I definitely rec- I would recommend both those movies. Fantastic Beasts and uh, the Wreck-It Ralph movie. Because mm-hmm. they're both good. Fantastic Beasts did do the one thing that really pisses me off, though. Uh, I'm assuming you're not going to... I'm never going to watch the film with Harry Potter. No? no? Why don't you like Harry Potter? Not my thing. Really? You just don't like magic? I just don't like that style. What? What style? Magic and whatever they're going for. It's not my thing. Oh. Yeah, I mean, you've never been, like, a person even in, like, I've never seen, I don't think I've ever, like, D&D, you don't play magic characters, that's for no. sure. Don't like it. I, uh, yeah, and I guess even, like, I've never, I guess even I've never seen you play, like, a magic-focused race, either. Like, half the time you play, like, Space Marines or Chaos Space Marines, which have some, like, or even in, like, the other ones you play, like, more fighty people, don't you? Most of the time. Yeah, I'm, I've always been, like, a lover of magic. Though, but the Orcs and Goblins had magic, just random magic, where people had to blow up. Yeah, it's true, though. Though I would say they're still a very fighty race. Yeah. They probably aren't having, like, magic users left, right, and center. No. But they have a fair share of shamans. It's weird. I like, in 40k, I like both magic, very magic, I would love both magic-heavy races and, or I guess psychic-heavy races and technology. Like, I like you the... pick the one race with no psychic. has absolutely no psychers. Yeah, but they have technology. Yeah. And I love technology. I love, they have mechs. They do. They also have pseudo-psychic powers that they don't want to talk about. I know. The, yeah. Uh, the Tau might actually be my favorite 40k race. Except for the fact that they have, uh, uh, except, uh, except for Games Workshop hasn't released enough of stuff for them. In terms of what? Uh, it's just, I mean, I'm sorry, but, like, since their release, they've had the same, like, like, they keep getting more technology and more units, but the alien units oh, are exactly the same. You mean the mercenaries? Yeah, except they have Crute, and they have Vespids. Well, Vespids are completely fucking useless. I don't know. I can't, I can't judge, because I don't know what the new book, what they're like. Oh, yeah, true, but I, I didn't even look in the new book. That was the one I bought. It was the most recent one, right? Yeah. Yeah, like, I haven't even looked at the Vespids, because why would you? Their old book was kind of shit. They had like a close range weapon and they had some armor, but it wasn't even like the best. I guess. And they had one unit of Vespid. One yeah, type of Vespid. Yeah. That's all they are, so. Unless there's different Vespid. I just mean like, couldn't they just release a new alien race for the, the Tau with like a new, like, slight weirdness to it? Like, something, like, new specialized type of unit. Yeah. 
to just make it interesting, you know? Mm-hmm. It doesn't even have to be big. It doesn't even have to be, like, like, like you don't make something OP, but, like, you just make something new that, like, allows you to have some new niche that you can make, you know? Or use for them. Yeah. Something that this unit can do better than the other Tau units already. This is the problem, is the Vespids, I just, I can't see ever using them, because I think the Crute are are better, like, because they have more, like, more units. Like, they're more, they can more likely to do more damage, and they have longer range. So they can kill on their way up, and then kill when they get up there. Where the Vespids were like, probably half your unit's gonna die before they ever get into combat. I didn't think they have a lot of armor. They had they like. but I think back in the old days they used to be able to deep strike. Oh, yeah, I think so too. I think. But, but even I... then, it's like deep strike, and then you're not allowed to attack on that move on that turn, aren't you? No, but you can shoot. Yeah, well, yeah. That's true. I just I didn't think they were like. It was like this unit could maybe kill some stuff, but it's probably going to be dead after one turn of yeah. being on the field. And it's like, well, why do I want that? I don't want that. That's useless. Yeah. All it's going to do is tie up something. True. I just I just couldn't see any real tactical advantage, and I honestly don't. And they were also a metal model back in the day. Mm, they're so pretty crap because they're um... resin. Yeah. Which is not always perfect. Well, it's not that it's not always perfect. It's just in general. Oh, it doesn't glue together. Yeah. Yeah. Your hands on them. Oh, oh, they're just harder to find, right? Yeah. Well, that and the direct order and etc. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Warhammer stuff is cool. I just, there's some, some stuff I would change. I honestly don't know why they haven't released a, a, a digital version of that game yet. They never will. It's just so stupid, because I have seen a lot of people who are like, I love this universe, but I can't, like, interact with it. Because there's people, like, it's not like it'd be, like, their major audience, but there's a lot of, like, you know, disabled people, like, people who have, like, like, uh, like, who can't, like, glue models together and stuff like that, you know, who can't spend that kind of time, because they don't have, like, the fine motor skills. Who would love to play, like the uh, Warhammer, but they can't because. Uh, and if they just created a, vi- a digital game, like boom, bing, bang, boom, they could do it. And there's people who would love to play Warhammer who just can't afford it. Yeah, I don't know. And like, how hard would it be to for them to do it? Like not it, super hard, but I guess. I, I just kind of feel that. They went that route that there would be a lot of piracy, where people just wouldn't come and see them. What? Come in store and buy stuff. So it'd be like, why would I buy the real thing? Okay, but the okay, but the the thing is that's never how that works out in reality. Or they looked at how War Machine did it. What a war? What? That's War Machine. Or yeah, what? Yeah, War Machine. Did a digital version of the game. It's on Steam. 
the review for not kind to it. With a war machine. It's another tabletop game that I've never played. But yeah, but was it a shitty one? War machine? Like, it has a No, the review problem. like no, but the the game. Tabletop I don't game. Know, but like it the looks thing like a direct Yeah, but I mean if the UI is garbage and if it controls like garbage, then like people aren't gonna like it. Also Who's who's uh, who's the one come, who's giving it shitty reviews? Customers in general. But it was like customers who liked the series before. Or was it I cust- think they were they were people that enjoyed more. Oh well, but then if it's because it didn't play, well, that's the thing. You create a game that feels like the game. If you do do a shitty job, you're gonna get like, did War Machine just slap dash some shit together and throw it out there? Like I've never played know. it. I've never played War Machine in my life either. I'm saying maybe, maybe I'm a niche audience. But I think, honestly, because of Tabletop Simulator, I'm pretty sure there is a huge audience for that. Well, enough there that they... Was a, there was a lot of Warhammer stuff on Tabletop Simulator. Yeah, enough that they also put a cease and desist in. Exactly. And got it taken off. Exactly. So there's clearly an audience for this. Unless... I know, but they're basically saying fuck you to anyone who can't afford this or who literally can't play this even if they could afford this. Or, on the worst case, maybe they are developing something. Maybe, and if that's the case, then good on them. I'm not saying... No, 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 I'm not just... Like, listen, they have every right. The tabletop simulator thing, that's fully within their rights, right? Like, it sucks, but... That's there. It's fully within their rights to do it. Yeah, because it's basically pirating your product. But well, yeah. But but for them to see that there is a demand and then to ignore it. That's why I'm saying if they had to do a cease and desist, maybe they're like, hmm, maybe this is something to look into. And I would be, and I would fully support it. Like I'm not just one. I'm oh no, I will buy it, especially if you put it on like. If it's on PC, I'll still buy it. If it's on console, I'll definitely buy it. People are also very skeptical when it comes to that, too. Though I will say, if you do... if, if Not that a G, uh, Games Workshop person, GW person is going to listen to this, but I would hope that if they do it on multiple like systems, that they do like an account they have to log into. Yeah. Rather than, I buy... The, the stuff on the Xbox, and then I have to buy it on the computer. Like, just do it, like, cross-play. Yeah. Like, just an account, and then it transfers from one, like, so you can go log in multiple places. Though, if you have to, just put it on the PC. I would be okay with that. I can see that being a thing. Yeah, but, you know, like, what were you going to say? What? Uh, you say something about skeptical? Uh, I don't know. I, I kind of interrupted you. I don't. Oh, I just uh, I realize there's a chance it's completely shit, but I feel like it wouldn't be hard to make it good. Just have the rules. Like you oh. don't even have to have animations for the models. Yeah, I see that. I think people probably want that to just be more immersed into it. Yeah, but oh, like how? Oh, also, well, I would say I have two modes. Animate with animations and without them. And you're probably looking at your game. Hmm? You're 
you're probably going to be listening to this news about the test plane. Why? Because you'll never get somebody that can fight super high or like in a mid-tier development. Be like, hmm, let's make this. Or they can hire, they can, what are you talking about? This is in-house development. They, they would never do that. No, they would never. Why, why not? I don't know. I, don't, I, I can't see them doing it. They don't have a division of that. You create a division. This is supposed to be a product that's not a one-off. That's true. It could, but that would be more hiring. Which, uh, knowing them, would be like, hmm, I'll justify us doing one of those yearly price hikes that we haven't done in like six years. Yeah, so Terminator, yeah, they're going to be like 90 bucks for five. What are you talking about? No, but it, it's. I honestly believe this is a product that would make the money hand over fist. They'll just put microtransactions. Oh, you want to add more units? Yeah. Well, no, that's ex- but that's exactly what the game would be. You either make it a free-to-play game, and then you have to buy, like, you have to buy units, and you buy models. You know, with GW, they had total control over it. Oh, don't worry, guys. It'll be $44 for those 10 space No, no, <laughs> if you do that, then you might as well not. You, no one will buy it. You will spend all. T- you have to make it a reasonable amount. Yeah, I know. I'm making a joke. I know they will, but it's like I okay. Their argument is always like, oh, like I hate, I hate, I've, I those GW people. It's like, yeah, but when you buy a video game, how much is a video game? It's like eighty bucks as a Canadian, eighty bucks. Oh yeah, well, you know, but when you're done with the video game, that's it. You're done. I'm like, yeah, but when I'm done with the video game, I will have hopefully put in over ten hours. Into the video game. And then if I want to, I can always come back and play it again. Yeah. You know? And it's like, yeah, but with this, you have the armies forever. It's like, yes. Or until GW decides to change all the rules, and then I have to sit there and either gar- uh, they have to garbage the entire model set because none of their weapons match, or spend the next, like, ten years trying to change all their weapons on the models. Thankfully, they've been good with that lately. Because whatever comes in the box is what the models are allowed to yeah. be equipped with, which is good. Because it's not all that weird stuff from before, like in 5th edition, where it's like, oh, Dreadnoughts can take autocannons. No, it didn't come in the Dreadnought kit. Autocannons. Yeah. Oh, I just mean it was like, no, I just, but their argument is like, yeah, but it's like, yeah, but an army is going to cost me, like, upwards. Like a two thousand point army is gonna cost me like close to five hundred dollars. It's like Depending. okay, but I'm saying, but before I can even play this game, I need to put in like over two hundred dollars. And yes, you could argue that is the same with say an Xbox. But here's the thing: the two hundred dollars is the initial investment. Yeah. If I decide, actually, I want to play a different army now, that's another $200 minimum I have to put in. That's not, it's not like when I buy a game, Xbox game, I have to put in $200 every time I want to buy a new Xbox game. You know, play a new Xbox game. There's an initial investment, and then you have to buy the games individually after, you know? Unless your system breaks, which is unfortunate, but it's like... It does happen. Oh, I'm not. I'm just saying it's, it's, it's not the same as like, it's like with, you know, if you wanted to play 
oh, you wouldn't ever do it. But if you did, it would be, you'd be going, like, through the roof, I mean, cost-wise. For some armies, yeah. I just mean, if you wanted to have, play every army in the 40k universe, you your expenses would be through the roof. I mean, you could make the same argument with video games. But not for the same expense. Though, you would never be able to play all the video games. I understand, like, it's outside, there's, like, enjoyment outside of building, like, outside of playing with the models. There's also building and painting them. Yeah. Which I'm not really a big fan of building or painting them. I like building. Oh, and I mean, all the power to you, right? I'm just not a fan of it myself. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's weird. Like, it's, it, it should be something I like, because I like stuff that's kind of, like, meticulous, but it's kind of more, it kind of feels like work to me. And it's like, with my work, it's boring. Because there's no real thought to it. Yeah. I just, I don't like stuff that it's just no real thought for me. It's, it, it, that's when I get bored, and I'm like, I don't want to do this. But, uh, yeah, anyways. Um, I'm just... My thing is, is I just wish Warhammer was... I wish they had a digital version. I would definitely, like, play that for sure. You never know. Maybe there will be something. I hope so. Because it's a cool universe, and a cool... Like, I would actually be okay if they didn't... If they didn't release the codexes in the in-game, and you had to, it would suck a little bit. That would be your balancing factor. Hmm? That would be your balancing factor. What? Having the, like, the army books inside of the game. Because if you didn't have those, people would just be like, oh, my army? Yeah, it's going to be, as an example, Gaskell and the rest. It's going to be Battle Wagons and Maganoth. That's all I'm taking. That's it. Oh, no, no, no. Like, they they would have to be programmed within the game, right? I'm just saying. I don't know. I I would be on the fence if they decided to, that you couldn't, like, see the, like, you could see the stats and stuff, but you couldn't see, like, everything. Mm -hmm. I guess you would have to if it was a video game. That's actually tough. Yeah, I guess you would kind of have to have the, uh, the at least the, the basic stuff. Yeah. But I feel like people would go out and buy the physical codexes, even if they had it, because of the extra stuff. Not everyone. But even if you're not selling models, you would still probably be selling the codexes. It's true. Because uh, people want to read that extra content. And then if people get into it, they might want to, you know, if they go buy the physical codex, they might see the actual models, and they might want to own the model, physical models, too. Like, I feel like it's, this would just be a gateway for people buying more. Yeah, probably. Like, right now, it's just, or and it would allow people, like I said, who can't afford to buy, like, super expensive models, you know. Also, like, think about how many kids would play this thing. They did do something like that. What? I don't remember where what it is. I just feel like they're the hardest thing for them is that it's like it's it's like retaining an audience is hard for them, but like probably a little bit easier than most things. 
because of the type of game it is, right? But you, it's growing their audience. And that's the problem, too, though, is that they probably, over time, as people, you know, get more, like, you know, start having families and stuff, their audience slowly shrinks, yeah. right? As people get older and can't afford to play and have other responsibilities that are more important than, you know, buying 10 models for 50 bucks, you know? Yeah. Like... As who yeah, people who have like just less disposable income. Like as that happens, they their audience like will shrink and it the problem is is that they need to bring new players in, right? To like new people in and it's like how do you bring new people in? Yeah. Well especially in this day and age where everything's digital. Like a lot of kids want, why should I spend a bunch of money on your thing when I can spend my money on Fortnite or League of Legends or fucking any other any of the other 10 bazillion games that are out there, you know? Yeah. Well, Fortnite? I don't play Fortnite. I don't get it myself. I tried it for one night, one night only. Oh. I literally gave it that night. I was never going to try it because it's not my type of game. I hate because I knew I would be bad at it. I wouldn't have fun with it. I know that. I just hate it. I don't think it's a bad game, honestly. People, I think, are pissed off that it got Game of the Year. Or it's getting yeah, Game it of the Year. got pissed off with Game of the Year. Really? Yeah. Why? Red Dead. No, I don't think so. I think it might... Well, apparently Red Dead faded out now. And oh. Plus, how could a game that's been out for longer than a year be Game of the Year? Because it was still the Game of the Year. I can guarantee it's been played more than Red Dead and probably made more money in this year than Red Dead did. And it has probably like higher audience engagement than Red Dead. Mm. I'll also say it probably is the game that like will be remembered longer. I'm pretty sure. Like Next year, when people are moved on from Red Dead Two, and I can almost guarantee people will, people will still be playing Fortnite. I bet. I guess. Oh, I'm sh- like sure when Red Dead is no longer, like, uh, in the popular culture, Fortnite definitely will be still. As long as they don't fuck up, I think Fortnite's good for a good long while. It'll slow down. It'll be like League of Legends, where it was like a huge thing that everyone played. You know? Yeah, it was hard. Well, League just also had like the worst uh, audience. Like, yeah, community. Yeah. But it had cool, like, League I was something that I wish I could have got into, but it just, I didn't, because it was, it was on PC. And I was—I I still don't really play PC games that much. And also, it was just, like, a huge pain in the butt. Yeah. And, like, yeah, if you weren't perfect all the time, you were basically the worst. And it's like, well, I can't, I can't do that. I can't be perfect 24-7 while playing games. Exactly. Uh, but I'm kind of talked out right now. My throat's bothering me a little bit. Same. So, um... I'm going to end this, so uh, thanks for listening.
this was misguided misinformed uh i was your i'm gonna go with incredible host josh oh and we had steven the no guy no it's tom Facebook uh, oh, sorry. I was your incredible, incredible host, Facebook slash MySpace Tom. That's right. And we had Facebook Frank slash Steven. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. See you, everyone.